0: Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. My name is Stephen McCallum. I was brought up in a school called Nidra in Edinburgh with my mum, dad, my wee brother and sister. We were all brought up as the Catholics. But the only time we ever went to church was at christenings and funerals or stuff like that. I used to hate going to church because I could never understand what was being said and it just felt weird. When I was about 12, I started seeing my now-wife Tracy and also started boxing and got quite good at it. Winning a title called the Eastern Western Championship and I also boxed for Scotland. All I wanted to do was follow in my dad's footsteps and join the army. So as soon as I was 16, I tried to join up. I was asked if I ever tried drugs and at this time I'd only ever smoked a joint at school but didn't enjoy it so I told the truth but got told to come back in a year's time so I was devastated. On the way home I bumped into a friend who was uptime shoplifting and he convinced me to go, go with him because I had a suit on and that it would make it easier to steal and he was right, we made loads of money but I can always remember that was a turning point for me. That's when my drug, that's when the drug scene seemed seemed to be more appealing than going to the gym and being told what to do for my mum and dad. When I turned nineteen, Tracy fell pregnant with her first child and we moved into her home. But I seen it as a perfect perfect chance to start taking and selling more drugs and completely gave up on my boxing. All I wanted to do now was sell drugs. My daughter Chloe was born in 2002, but if I'm really honest, all I cared about was my rep and going to football and fighting. By this time, my drug use was out of control, and I used, I used to constantly cheat on Tracy. And I was back and forth every other week without caring what I was putting Tracy and all my family through. In 2008, my youngest son Lennon was born, and I, even though I had three amazing kids and an incredibly loyal girlfriend, I still only cared about myself. Last February, I was away from Tracy once again and staying in a friend's spare room. I got to the point where I thought this is what my life was all about. My wee brother had become a Christian about a year ago. Uh, sorry, a year and a half before. And I'd seen a massive change in his life. So on the 26th of February, I got up really early and went along to the mission and to see I find out why my life was in such a mess. One of my elders, Derek, took me into a room and explained that I was a sinner and had to repent and take the Lord into my heart. Sounded easy enough, so I did. I couldn't believe how I felt. I felt five stone lighter. (laughs) As soon as I came out of the room, I phoned Tracy and I begged her for another chance and amazingly, she gave me it. When I got home, I couldn't stop talking about Jesus and how I felt. It was like the Bible was written just for me. I used to phone me and say things like, have you read that book of Romans? And as a passed thinking I was the only one who'd read it. And, um, I used to phone all happy one minute and then phone back crying. Uh, it was just it was brilliant. I started going to prayer meetings every morning and I was hooked. I absolutely loved that. I stopped using street drugs and stopped selling them. That life didn't seem right anymore. But I was hardcore. I, um, I tried to force Tracy to come on this walk with me. But Mes explained that it's her witness that uh, wins people over and he was right. About a month after that, Tracy got saved. I started cutting down rapidly on my methadone and on the 18th of July, me and Tracy got married after being together for 27 years and on, uh, we also got baptised together on the 20th of July. Probably the best weekend of my life. God is good. In August... I went away with meds and came off the last of my methadone. And after 14 times in detox, rehabs, in and out jail, the Lord gave me the strength and will to beat a 19-year drug addiction. You had to scrape me off the roof, but... And because I was having to deal with normal day-to-day stuff without any chemicals, reality kicked in. The enemy can start putting doubt in our head, and he can have us thinking that uh, we don't belong in this Christian game or... You've done too many bad things to be forgiven. In September, I got taken on as a 20 Schemes intern, but I was still struggling and started to cut myself off from community. I started keeping secrets and not communicating with me, she was my accountability and one one guy. And even though he knew I was lying when I said I was okay, I came him giving me loads of chances to come clean with obvious hints, but I still didn't come clean. I ended up a friend's house and I, started, and I ended up using him. I'd hit the wall, no one told me about any wall. But by praying, reading my Bible and hanging around mature Christians, I got over it. And when I did come, sorry, and when I did come queen, it was the best feeling ever. Sin has a way of chewing you up and you can feel cut off from God, which can be the worst feeling ever. In February, Tracy, February this year, Tracy fell pregnant, but ended up having a miscarriage. That was a really tough time, and me and Tracy couldn't understand why this would happen. But we have a great family in the church who helped us remember all the good things God has done for us, and once again, God pulled us through it. I got given a job as message PA. You have to understand how ironic that is, because I must be the most unorganised person on God's earth. But going away with me is a good laugh. I get to meet interesting people and find out more about how churches operate in the country. This year has been really hard for me and often think about walking away, but I can't. I don't think God will let me. At the start of August, my best friend was found dead and that totally wrecked my head. I felt like part of my identity had been taken away and I just couldn't get myself back to normal. I ended up falling again and using and hiding things but I've came through I've came through it and I'm still standing here every now, and every now and then I need to stop look around me and see all the guys who I grew up with are either dead or are that badly damaged on drugs it's hard work just to try and get a normal conversation out of them I would like to say a Christian walk is easy but I have to be honest here and say that the Christian walk is one of the hardest things I've ever done and I can understand why Paul compared it to a boxing match. Fighting the flesh, the world, and the enemy is hard graft. But the good news is we have an amazing God who will protect, protect and protect and shepherd us. And even though I still don't, still don't know why God has saved me, I do know my life is a hundred times better than it was before. I just need to learn to run back to Jesus when f- things start coming on top. Thanks for listening.